and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fitness in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as windswepmonique, and on Facebook and Twitter as windswepknits. This is episode 91, recorded February 5th, 2021. Segments this week include Be a Helper Craft Along, FOs, Whips, Stash, Spinning, Out and About Virtually, On the Run, and the new segment, I've Got Sunshine. A quick note on Ravelry. All links to Ravelry are clearly labeled in the show notes in case Ravelry is still having issues for you. So first up, the Be a Helper Craft Along. Now, just a very quick reminder on the rules. It's really, really simple. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit or crochet, woven, anything you make for any charity. One FO per submission of the Google form. That's linked in the show notes. Donating blood counts as well. Whips are always welcome. And once again, I have the link to the finished object blood donation Google form on the show notes. We are using a Google form this year instead of just using Ravelry because Ravelry is not safe for everyone to use. So I promised you this week I would have the prizes. I have three prizes to start out with. As always, if anybody is interested in donating a prize, I would love to hear from you. The prizes I have so far are one skein of Cascade Yarns Anchor Bay. That is a wool and cotton blend that's on the border between DK and Worsted in color number 28, and it's a lovely sage green color. The second is something that I picked up last summer at a great yarn in Chatham, Massachusetts. It's a skein of the Fiber Company's Aaron Moore Donegal Heritage. It's a merino cashmere silk blend that is so soft and squishy. It's a, it's an Aaron bulky weight. It, it's in the Orla colorway, which is a burnt Sierra dark orange. And lastly, I am donating a pattern of your choice for my self-published patterns. I can give this to you via Ravelry, or if that's not safe, I can email you a PDF directly. F.O. So I do have a finished object for the past two weeks. It is the Wenlock from Tin Can Knits. The knitting is done, and I finally, we wove in the ends. It, it took me about a month to get all the ends woven in. I was doing sort of like a helical knitting. I was using two or even three skeins at a time, you know, one one knit one round and then the next one knit one round, the next one knit one round. I found that the yarn, especially on the sleeves, was pooling a lot. Um, and it was just too much pooling, especially after uh, completing the body. And I saw that I really didn't get much pooling at all on the body. So I didn't want to have my sleeves look like, you know, a stripy sock yarn. I wanted them to be looking a more random striped. So I had a million ends to weave in because I would, you know, stop having three and then use two skeins and then go back and put the third one in when things got a little wonky again. And it was all, it was all crazy. So yeah, tons and tons and tons of ends to weave in, but it is done finally. And I've worn it and I got some lovely compliments on it. And I definitely recommend that pattern, Winlock by Tin Can Knits. I knit this up in scraps of old cotton for the collar. And then I used Faza's Cayenne, which is a discontinued cotton acrylic blend for the body of the sweater and the sleeves. Whips, works in progress. Uh, the Galliat by Jimmy Knits is nearly done. I'm really loving this one. I'm currently seaming the shoulders. Uh, I got about halfway through the first shoulder on a Zoom um, stitching group last night. I hate seaming. <laughs> I really hate seaming. I've seen this shoulder three times and it still doesn't look right. So now I'm seaming them with mattress stitch across one way and coming back across the other way to try to make it look better. Hopefully this works. I just, I just am not good at seaming and, you know, 
But I really like this pattern and I love this designer. And this is the pattern that she uses the least amount of seaming for. So I'm making it. And it's going to be gorgeous. I just have to knit the turtleneck. And then there's some side edging, which does not need to be seamed. Very easy. Nearly done. Cannot wait to wear this. Kind of hoping that I might finish it during the Super Bowl. Maybe even before. The Willowbrook shawl is still slowly going along. I do like this one, but I just have to pay a little more attention to it than I need to. So it's not one I can work on blindly while helping my kids with schoolwork. Because there is a, a lace edging pattern and I don't have it memorized yet. And also if I... I'm trying to do something on my phone. I'm trying, I need to have the app Knit Companion up on my phone because I'm keeping track of what row I'm on. So as much as I love this pattern, it's just not getting as much knitting time because it's, it's rare that I can just, you know, sit and knit with my phone up beside me as my, excuse me, as my pattern because I'm usually knitting while doing like three other things. <laughs> but I do really like the pattern. There's nothing against the pattern. The Slice of Summer Shawl by um, Brenda and Heather is uh, coming along nicely. I'm using the Ba Yarns Shawl Ball in their watermelon colorway, so it actually will look like a slice of watermelon when it's done. I'm probably about two-thirds of the way through the pink, give or take. Um, I haven't actually pulled it out in about five or six days, so I'm, I might be getting closer. To, nah. Now I'm probably two-thirds of the way through the pink. I've, I've still got a ways to go before I hit the white of the inside of the rind and then the green of the rind itself. The Ozone Crochet Top is coming along. I have restarted it now that my crochet skills are better and I am through the band of hexes that go around your ribcage and I'm trying to decide if I've knit one too many or if I actually like that loose fit and I'm kind of going to play around with it. I might even throw it in the washing machine in the dryer to see what I think of it after it dries because I'm, I'm planning on washing and drying the garment once it's done in my, my washing machine. So I may actually just go ahead and do that and then see what I think after with this extra Hexy. I, I might actually like it better with the extra hexy once it's gotten washed and dried. The pull me over sweater is growing slightly. This was my Christmas day cast on. I've only picked it up once or twice since then. The pattern is by Andrea Black using, using leftover universal yarns cotton. And those are leftovers from knitting my husband a sweater many, many years ago. So I am continuing with that. Spinning. I am still working on my Buchanan gradient spin. I've started the fifth and last color of the gradient. This gradient spin goes from a malachite green to a beautiful true blue, and I can't wait to knit with it. It is gorgeous. Out and about virtually, there are lots of fibery events happening online this winter. The Pigskin Party is ending this weekend. It ends on the Super Bowl. I'm sponsoring for the third year in a row and also participating, and it has been a lot of fun to work on. Vogue Knitting Live has two upcoming dates. In February, it is February 11th through 14th, and then another one coming up in March 18th through 21st. Stitches at Home is this weekend, February 5th through 7th. Have fun, those of you going. And the GGKCS podcast is running their annual winter craft along starting now through the end of February 2021. More details are on their Facebook page. Spa 2021 is virtual this year. Sign up for their mailing list for further details. And if you have any events you'd like me to share, Please don't hesitate to email me, windswiftmonique at gmail.com, and the link to my email is in the show notes. On the run. So up until now, we have had an abnormally warm winter here in southern New England. But as of about two weeks ago, um, it's now just plain cold. So no more walking outside for me until it warms up and the ice melts. This week, I've been focusing on using the stationary bike every two to three days and strength training a couple days a week. 
So I can't use our treadmill while my husband is at work as it's right next to his desk in the finished part of our basement. We inherited this treadmill from friends who wanted it out of their basement because they never used it. So it's really old and really loud. I do use it sometimes when he's not at work, you know, either before or after weekends, that sort of thing. But I, does anybody else find this? I find that my legs react very differently to the treadmill than they do to going for a walk outside. And that my my the knee that I injured last fall does not like the treadmill very much. I, I can go maybe about half the distance with the same comfort level on a treadmill as I can if I'm just walking outside. I'm not quite sure why. I have to say I do miss our local YMCA, which had a small racetrack about above the gymnasium. You know, it was it was tiny. It was 17 laps for a mile. But oh I miss that, you know. But as both my husband and I have some some health issues, I am not joining a gym until I get a COVID vaccine. At this point, I may be signing up for the gym that day or the two weeks later. I know your immune system does take some time to learn from the MNRA mRNA. But oh, hot damn, I missed the jogging track of the pool. <laughs> so how are you staying fit in the cold? What are your favorite ways to exercise in your own home? I would love to hear all about it. I've got sunshine. So this is a new segment I'm adding, a short segment. But I want to end the podcast on an uplifting note. Uh, after living through a global pandemic for nearly a year now. I find that any good news out there gets lost in all the bad news, and I want to change that. So I may share personal stories, something great that happened here locally in my town, or something that I have found from halfway around the planet. We'll see how this plays out. This week, I'm starting with a new shoe designed by Nike to be completely hands-free. Now, I'm not talking a sandal. I'm talking a sneaker-type shoe, like an enclosed, comfortable, supportive shoe. Quote, Called the Fly Ease Go, it is the first totally hands-free shoe, enveloping and releasing your foot slowly through natural motion, a bit like Tony Stark putting on his Iron Man suit. The revolutionary shoe is perfect, says a top Nike designer, for pregnant women in their third trimester, arthritis patients, or those who have lost some or all the use of their arms, such as stroke victims or injured military veterans, unquote. So you get in and out of the shoe by using, I think, what they're calling the kickstand tab at the back of the shoe, which opens the hinge that's in the middle of the foot and allows you to slip the shoes on and off. So picture what you do is if you're taking some shoes off without untying them and you kind of put your foot on the back of the shoe and then slide your foot out, the shoe is designed to be done that way. You kick that part and the shoe hinges open so you can slide your foot right out. So this is awesome. For anyone with hand or arm injuries, this could be a life changer. I know during my first pregnancy, I pulled a muscle in my lower abdomen. Uh, lower abdomen. I could barely lift my legs to walk, let alone put shoes on once I reached you know, the end of September, October here in New England. It's cold. You're not wearing sandals anymore around here unless you're a particular kind of crazy. So a shoe like this, you know, I probably would have given a kidney for it easily. <laughs> it, would have, it would have made my life so much easier. And, you know, those who, you know, pregnancy, once you have the baby in your abdominal wall seal, you can you can lift your legs again. But for those who have severe arthritis or, who you know, who can't use their arms or, or even the people who can't with a bad back injury and can't bend down to put shoes on, this is amazing. And I'm so glad to see that companies out there are finally paying attention to a population that really has a need for something. This is wonderful news. I hope you're all staying safe and warm. And as always, keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye.